ladies, I've been trying to be on your side quite a bit since this podcast started and I'm not gonna lie, it's it's never really been easy but I've managed to sometimes. It's just that on this particular episode, I promise you, I'm not going to be on your side. But either way, I'm hoping that you still do enjoy this episode. Because as usual, I'm talking about relationships and I'm talking about it from a guy's point of view. But before I get to any of that, let me just kick things off with a very interesting story. Now, there's a company from Europe which has recently just released pussy flavored chips. Like, it's not supposed to taste anything besides pussy. And apparently, they believe that after tasting it, you will remember your wildest love adventures. Now, the company claims that they were inspired by a generation-wide sex drought amongst millennials who allegedly prefer pursuing social media to getting saucy and the sack. Which, I have to admit, might actually be true for a couple of people. It's just that when I'm thinking about an alternative to sex, it's not like pussy-flavored chips really do it for me. Like... I'm not saying that this innovation is shit, it's just that if you can manage to accurately get the flavor of pussy, why not just put it on a sex toy instead of using potatoes and wasting potatoes to make chips with it? Like, doesn't that seem more logical though? Because when you kind of think about it, it's not like the company got it completely wrong. Because when you kind of think about it, there's a lot of guys that will obviously be saying publicly and even amongst friends that they love eating pussy. They love the taste of pussy. Honestly, I don't know what's wrong with those guys' heads because personally, I do not get how someone can like that taste. But either way, like they will say that they have a liking for pussy and they like eating their babes out or whoever it is that they're shagging at that time. And I can get where that might seem like it's a particularly good idea to make pussy-flavored chips. And even the way they try to explain it on the article and on their site actually does seem to kind of go towards that direction. Because they said, and I quote, After tasting it, you will remember your wildest love adventures, your first real love, and maybe even lose your oral virginity. And I kid you not, that's what it says on their website. Now, according to the story, they've been dubbed pussy-flavored potato chips, and the kinky creations that, from a Lithuania-based company, are inspired by a purported generation-wide sex drought amongst millennials who allegedly prefer perusing social media as opposed to getting it in the sack. End quote. Now, here's the thing. I agree. Based off of what it is that you have found and what it is that people say, it does seem like a particularly good idea. Except that this is one of those situations where the context goes beyond the words that are being said almost entirely. Like, whenever us guys are thinking about eating pussy, and this is for the guys that absolutely love it, most of them don't usually think about it as a singular act. They think about it as a part of an entire process, which is why I said it would have worked better on sex bots. Because when you're thinking of eating pussy, you're thinking of pleasuring your woman. You're thinking of, you know, deriving the most pleasure from it. Not necessarily eating pussy and enjoying the taste of it. And hell, even though you enjoy the taste of it, I tend to think that that's probably what you're aiming at all entirely. Not just eating pussy. It's literally pleasuring the woman as a whole and not just going to eat vagina like it's an actual meal. It's kind of like praying to God for your daily bread and thinking that all you're going to be getting every single day is a loaf of wholemeal in the morning when you wake up. Of which, while that's not necessarily a bad thing, you can actually get so much more than just the general definition of what bread is. 
you can get it in the form of money you can get it in the form of opportunity and it can come in the form of prosperity but the context in and of itself goes beyond the statement that it's already based off of when i'm trying to put something in my mouth i'm hoping that it's either spicy or sweet pussy does not fulfill any of those criteria and i am not pleasuring anyone while doing that not unless if it's a babe who likes watching me eat chips then I probably wouldn't mind pleasuring that one. But anyways, all that said and done, the best way that I know how to pleasure lots of people all at the same time is using my mouth and that is through this podcast, which I probably should have started in the typical intro fashion, which I would have started by saying... Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one Break Time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who believes that he can do it with his mouth. The only thing is, he just won't do it with chips. He is a man who once believed that Bukaki was a Japanese form of martial arts. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denverby. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to say stuff that can annoy some people. Normally, it involves love, sex, and relationships. Sometimes people get mad, but eventually, I do come through with that conclusion. And if you agree with it, if you don't agree with it, if you want to suggest a topic, or if you just simply want to give feedback and say hi, then the place to do it at is at Breaktime on Westside on IG or on Facebook. And if you are using Twitter, you can slide into my personal handle, which is at BagakaTheD. And I kid you not, the DMs are always open, so you can slide in there and I will see your DMs and I will handle it accordingly. Now, I want to get into the main topic of today, but before I get into any of that, I want to try and hop on the babe side for a little bit. Just because I know for a fact that the moment I get into the main topic, I'm not really going to try and be on the babe side at any point whatsoever. Not unless if you're talking about the conclusion. So I might as well try and defend them for a little bit, or at least try and defend their agenda for a little bit before i get into the main topic now mackenzie scott or previously known as mackenzie bezos has recently filed for divorce from the husband that she married about what like a year ago or some shit now the story reads and i quote billionaire philanthropist mackenzie scott has filed for divorce from her second husband science teacher dan jewett in a puzzling and unexplained move scott who recently removed all mention of her husband from websites outlining her charity initiatives filed for divorce in washington state on monday scott who is worth an estimated 28 billion dollars following her divorce from amazon founder removed the husband dan jewett's name and picture from her giving pledge profile sometime in the past week as archived versions of the website show in march of 2021 Scott used the same giving pledge site to announce her marriage to Jewett, a high school chemistry teacher, by adding his name to her vow to donate the majority of their wealth to charity. Jewett's name has also recently been edited out of a Medium post that Scott wrote last year about their giving efforts, which had first reported on the quiet changes. End quote. Okay, now, I'm not saying that she's the problem here. Considering that she was with Jeff Bezos for like, a couple of decades and then she decides to leave and in like a year year and a half she's out of the next marriage i'm not saying that she's the problem and i'm not saying that she's for the streets the internet is like this isn't a me thing this is the internet that's saying that because i kid you the hell not on every single post where you have seen this post posted up on ig it is people who are saying that she's the problem she belongs to the streets She's been the issue the entire time, Jeff was perfectly okay, blah blah blah. Of which, it's even hard for me to defend because I will be going up against a good chunk of the internet, but it's not like I haven't done it before, so let me just try. Okay, first of all, this is a woman with billions in the account. When she did the divorce settlement with Jeff Bezos, I think she got somewhere close to 60 bill. 
if not somewhere around 40 or 38. So she's been giving out quite a lot of the billions out, but she still has quite a lot of billion backing her name. Like she still has billions and billions in the account. So for her to go and date a guy who I'm not trying to diminish his employment or what he does or anything, but a simple chemistry teacher, it might be a little bit hard because on one end, there's the level of intimidation that you might have as a guy because you are not able to match up when your woman makes a lot. Now for her, it's even worse than that because in this guy's life, he might not even be able to get anywhere near close to the billions that this woman made, let alone even one, okay? So to some degree, he might actually have a bit of an inferiority complex. So he will probably want to try and match up and that can cause issues in the relationship. Now, I'm not saying that every single guy has this issue. There's guys that definitely don't care. And there's guys that will accept you for who you are and they pretty much only choose to live within their means and that's okay. But you kind of have to look at the kind of life adjustment that someone like Mackenzie Bezos or Mackenzie Scott, as she's called, would probably have to put you through simply because she's a famous billionaire's ex-wife. So instead of flying commercial, you'll probably have to fly private and it'll probably have to be a really nice jet. And the thing is, it's not like you'll be driving her to the store. She probably has armed security and they will use like a convoy of cars, if not one or two cars, just so that they can try and make sure that she's safe, but at the same time maintain a certain level of anonymity. Then on top of that, your anonymity can go as a guy because the problem is you may not be looked at as more than Mackenzie Bezos's sloppy second or Mackenzie Bezos's dude, of which you will not be recognized for your achievements. Like your biggest achievement will be tied to the fact that you're screwing Jeff Bezos's ex-wife who just so happens to be a billionaire. Although all that said and done, dude probably even knew about it. So I'm probably just gonna go back and be on the internet side and say, you know what? Maybe she is for the streets. Maybe she just didn't feel like he matched up in terms of wit or in terms of drive or he was probably too available or maybe, just maybe, she wanted a guy that could match up to her in some sense and sort of take care of her in some level of way that this guy just couldn't. And she decided, you know what, I'm a billionaire, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And she pretty much decided, you know what, fuck it, I'll just leave him. But all in all, since she's a billionaire, babe, there's a pretty good chance that this guy won't even be given any chunk of that money. So I will leave it at that and I will move it on. So on to our main topic of today. So sometime about a week before this episode comes out, I just so happened to be scrolling through IG and while I was on someone's stories, I stumbled upon this very, very interesting clip by Derek Jackson on guys and how unrealistic our expectations are. Now, for those of y'all that don't know who or what Derek Jackson is, Derek Jackson is someone who's been known on the internet for talking quite a bit about relationships, except that every single thing that he says in relation to relationships is usually meant to please women. Now, sometime last year, he was exposed for cheating on his wife with one or two different babes, of which I think I remember covering that story if some of y'all didn't see it online, and it was just funny, and Shorty was busy wearing a bonnet and shit. And this guy was really talking and she was just watching. But anyways, that's besides the point. Now, I saw the story and it decided to just leave it at that because, you know, it's Derek Jackson's probably just saying some shit to panda to babes. But I noticed a couple of other different babes had posted it up as well and they were agreeing with whatever it is that he was saying. So I figured I might as well look into this. So as usual, I'm going to play the clip for you. Then we can discuss and break it down from there. So here it is. And you know, that's what trips me out. It's like, we say women got the unrealistic expectations, and some of them do, 
But ain't nobody got more unicorn, fairy tale, door to explore expectations of the opposite sex than us men. Again, some women do expect a man to be six feet tall and make six figures and have a six pack abs and that's unrealistic for most men. But I know like 10 dudes already that fit into that category. All you gotta do is have a good job and some good genetics and you're straight. But look at us, like how, how what do we expect of a woman? She gotta be a virgin, but she gotta be a freak. She gotta pay half the bills, but she gotta do 100% of the cleaning, the cooking, the child raising, she got to be exhausted from all of that, you know, all the cooking and washing and cleaning and all that good stuff and still be horny enough to meet our sexual needs and get a good night's rest, but also wake up in the middle of the night in case we want some head and a turkey sandwich. That ain't it. She also got to give birth to all our babies because, you know, we, we got to have that legacy. But then she can't have no stretch marks and she got to lose that baby weight in 30 days or less. And, and then she got to do it while fighting postpartum depression by herself because we're going to tell her she having an attitude or something like that because all we thinking about is we ain't got no vagina in the last six weeks that she got to take the heel. That ain't it. Then she can get older, but she can't look older. Otherwise, we're going to say that she's falling off. Like the list goes on, but just tell me something. How many women do you know that fit into that category? None. So who really got the unrealistic expectations? So personally speaking, I've never really understood this term that a lot of red pill dudes and a lot of just dudes in general usually say on the internet because it's been a particularly interesting word. But I think this clip is actually the definition or I think the explanation of what is, unless I'm wrong, pandering to women. I've actually wondered what pandering to women is and this genuinely does feel like it because from the beginning, it sounds like absolute BS. When the guy is talking about how apparently, oh, you know, you want a six feet guy who has a six pack cabs and makes six figures, he can find like 10 dudes. Now, you can look at it from his reality where it just could be a case whereby he knows quite a bunch of guys who look that way and make that kind of money, which is true. But the reality of it based on statistics which i guess is probably way more accurate than where your neighborhood is located or which gym you go to is that six feet guys make up about 15 percent of the population now 15 percent you can say you know about 10 guys but that's 10 guys that just so happen to be a part of the 15 percent 15 percent is quite literally about one and a half to two guys out of an entire group of 10. And that's just six feet in height. If you go to the six figure part, you can pretty much erode about 10% of those dudes and you'll be left with about 5% of guys, if not even less, that are six feet tall that make six figures. And possibly if you include six pack abs, that shit drops even further. And since I spoke about this shit on Battle of the Sexes, I don't intend on repeating it on this particular episode. You can go back on that one. I more or less said roughly the same exact shit, but in slightly longer and possibly better form. So I'm gonna leave the part about, you know, wanting a six foot guy with six pack abs and make six figures. I'll leave the three six mafia alone. I'm instead going to focus all of my effort into looking into what he said men's unrealistic expectations are, of which from everything that he said, in summary, I can literally just start by saying that all of that shit is absolute bull. Like, even though I can admit that these are some of the expectations that guys have, not to a T, but some of them, I can tell you for a fact that there is no guy that has all of these expectations at once like 
you can have a guy that wants a virgin or who wants a freak you can have the same person wanting you to pay half the rent and have babies and no stretch marks but like you can't say that all of these things are all on one dude if they're on one dude then that guy has to be the most toxic man that you will ever find on planet earth and hell even though such a person exists i don't think it makes up more than one percent of the male population so let me just go into it real quick first of all he claimed that we want a virgin who's a freak which i'm not going to lie even though some of us guys wish that the babe that we married was a virgin and we like them to be a freak it's not like those exist as expectations first of all guys nowadays don't even expect a virgin like the largest populace of guys if not all of them do not want to marry a virgin some of them don't want to marry a virgin because of the learning curve but most dudes know for a fact that the number of babes who are virgins by the time they're getting married is close to none and instead of going to chase the 0.01% of babes that exist that might be like that we'd much rather open up our options and say you know what she might as well have fewer bodies and with that said it's a lot easier to expect a freak who has fewer bodies as opposed to a virgin who you will sort of teach to pleasure you particularly well who you hope is going to be a freak now he did try to sort of justify the whole virgin thing by saying low body counts but either way it's still a bullshit expectation because if at the end of it you ask guys if they want a virgin or a freak there's guys that will say they want a virgin there's guys who say that they want a freak you'll rarely if ever hear a guy saying that they want both okay so that debunked let's move on to the next allegation apparently we want a woman who will pay half the rent but will do all of the household and still after she's exhausted from all of it give us sex well that could be true to a certain degree except that it kind of forgets that guys also have hearts and actually notice some things and at the same time we actually recognize reality for what it is now i can go into why it is guys will ask you to pay half the rent and why you know women joining the job market is what kind of made all of this happen and you know the whole blah 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 you know double the workforce meant less pay so the average man's salary can barely sustain a family i can get into all of that but that'll probably take too long so i'll bypass all of that and i'll say you know what if you're earning and you're in the same house why not pay like if you're earning and i'm earning and i'm trying to sort out the bills but i know very well that i'm going to struggle are you going to just watch me struggle and do nothing about it then you look at housework a lot of times us guys take up housework and it's not like we just leave it to the babes so for example it's not like we leave any and all work to the babes so if light bulbs need to be changed if we need to do a little bit of plumbing work if the if the tire needs to be changed and it's at home or hell even you're on the road the first person you'll probably call is me your boyfriend your husband your partner and you know if there's a lawn that needs to be mowed that's probably what i'm doing and even when a baby is tired and when she's not feeling all that good you find that guys will actually step up like i know a guy who's 50 years old plus like this guy recently got twins with his wife and this guy helped with taking care of the babies so whatever it is that this guy is saying I'd say is absolute bull. Now, on top of that, being tired and not being able to have sex, I can actually understand. Like, there's nothing wrong with you telling me 
after a day of a lot of work then you come home and then you've done all the housework if i want to shag and you're like yo i'm too bloody tired let me sleep i can get it if you want to do that for like one two days in a week that's fine it's not like i need to have sex every single night i don't think most guys want to have sex every single night they like it the idea of it seems good but i don't think there's that many guys that can do that but if you decline sex every single time and you use that as an excuse then that becomes a problem that can lead to some level of infidelity from the man and i'm not guaranteeing that it'll happen i'm just saying that it's something that can very easily happen as a result of that kind of treatment because at the end of the day it's not like the pleasure is mine alone so i'd expect my babe to also be horny and also want to have sex afterwards which is why even though i'm putting in 80 90 95 percent of the effort into sex i can totally understand when you're not putting in as much effort and you're literally just positioning yourself and trying to hold yourself stable and shit but all that said and done let's move it on to the next one so apparently he's saying that we want our women to have the babies because legacy but also not have any stretch marks and we hope that she will lose the baby weight in 30 days or less and also be able to give it to us because we will have suffered for about six weeks after she's had the baby blah 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 no sex blah blah of which bullshit like i kind of just have to say that that's bullshit i don't think that's actually something that men expect like that's something that women expect more than men because if anything you will almost never really hear a guy talking about how a babe's body has snapped back after she gave birth i kid you the fuck not that conversation is 90 percent had with women the stretch marks issue you can talk about but if anything we've embraced stretch marks nowadays we've embraced love handles nowadays hell we nowadays refer to them as tiger claws and love handles then on top of that any sane guy that has done anything in relation to fitness knows for a fact that you cannot lose a belly in less than 30 days not unless if you are using some form of performance enhancement drugs like that's just the reality of it let alone a woman who just pushed a baby from that belly like in as much as we have expectations and that stuff that we'd like to see from our babes we're actually very realistic and very practical we don't exist in a bubble so if you're saying that guys want this shit is it really that guys want this shit or is it that babes expect or think guys want this shit like the statistics that actually states that guys actually still like their babes even though they've gained an extra couple of pounds here and there like the attraction is still roughly about the same so whatever he's saying is bullshit then on top of that he decides to throw in postpartum depression and our lack of understanding of it and then tries to use that to weaponize dudes which i think is absolute bull we recently started hearing about postpartum depression in like the news and in like social areas i don't know maybe three four years prior to the right now and when you think about it We've tried to do our best in terms of dealing with it. We're a little bit more understanding because now we understand that postpartum depression exists, or at least the few of us that do are trying to address it in some way. And on top of that, I'm not saying that this is something that is guaranteed to work, but if she'd have gone to the gym instead of letting herself go post-pregnancy, and if maybe she was having a bit more sex with me, I'm not saying that it would have gone, but statistically they've been considered to be some of the best remedies against different forms of depression just saying although he'd still probably cap it off with the whole thing of apparently she can get older but she can't look older because we're going to think that she's fallen off of which honestly that's that's not even something that dudes have ever spoken about i have never 
in my current existence of being on the internet being in media for about six years if not seven and podcasting for about three and a half of those years i have never heard a dude saying you know what she's fallen off because she's gotten old she no longer looks as good more so your own partner like i have never heard a dude saying that about their own partner you can say that about a celebrity and the fact that she's back on the dating market and shit and maybe you can say that that's the situation which is completely different we're looking at that lustfully but you're talking about someone saying that about their actual partner like that's garbage i've never heard a dude say that and if a dude was to say such a thing you just consider them to be toxic but guess what babes usually tend to feel that a lot on their own that's not something that dudes will say that's something that babes might think dudes will feel and that's something that babes will probably tell themselves which is actually kind of where most of these problems lie which does bring me on to my conclusion now when you listen to someone that gives you pandering information like this it is very easy for you as a woman to think that oh you know this is what guys expect this is what guys want of which it's mostly bs Most of what this guy's mentioning is stuff that you will hear people on social media saying, yet guys don't even have expectations like that. We have preferences. So we'll prefer one or the other, so if one doesn't work out, we'll definitely go for the other. She may not be a virgin, but if she's a freak and she has a low body count, then I'm very very cool with that. I'm perfectly okay with it. Hell, even though she's not a freak and she has a low body count, I'm still very, very okay with that as well. Because at the end of the day, it's about preferences, not expectations. Although, that said, I'm not going to lie. If you do let yourself go in the body department, then by all means, if we say that you should probably go to a gym and work out, it's probably from a good place. And it's not because we don't understand the current situation that you've been. It's just that we probably know for a fact that you can get that shit done and you can get yourself the dream body that you wish you had instead of seeking sympathy in the name of people praising you for being plus size. But at the end of the day, it's literally all about preferences and not expectations with us guys. So maybe those so-called expectations that you think us guys have, maybe you should check whether they've come from guys or whether they've come from babes who think they know what it is that guys expect from babes. Although, then again, I might be wrong about all of this shit, but I want your thoughts on it. The DMs are open on IG, on Facebook. It is at Breaktime on Westside, on Twitter. It is at D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end, and I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>